Welcome to episode 14 of the Round Trip Podcast. I'm using this medium to talk about my 2019 solo trip across Canada on my Can-Am Spider. Join me on my journey. First of all, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening. I really appreciate that you're taking the time to share a little of my day. I was actually looking at some of the analytics this week, and I've now been heard in 15 different countries. It kind of blows my mind. If you're getting something from my stories, please reach out and let me know. I crossed over into BC exactly a year ago today as I record this, September 13th, 2019. I booked a little hotel in Golden for the night. The road from the Alberta border through Kicking Horse Pass was pretty spectacular. Kicking Horse Pass, which has the distinction of being the highest elevation in the country for the Trans-Canada Highway at 1,627 meters. I wanted to look everywhere all at once, which made driving a bit of a challenge. The twists and turns along that stretch were the stuff that dreams are made of. I had to hustle through, though, so I could get off the road before dark. There were no really great places to stop and take pictures, so all of those great views live on in my mind. My favorite was looking at a train chug under the Trans-Canada Highway. Talk about mind-blowing. It was awesome. The next two days were spent in soggy Revelstoke, but I totally loved the vibe in this little town. I arrived on a Saturday morning to a farmer's and artisan's market. A few Christmas gifts were acquired that day before I headed over to the Village Idiot for lunch. The vegetarian chili and salad were superb and complemented with a glass of red. Rain was hovering, so I hunkered down for the next two days and recharged my batteries. I also made the appointment to get Bullwinkle's oil changed a couple of days later on Vancouver Island. I hit the road on September 16th with a renewed energy. From Revelstoke, I made my way to the Brookside RV Park to camp in Cache Creek. Although, come to think of it, I stopped at a winery in the Kamloops area and picked up a Pinot Noir first. It was a great spot and a restful sleep prepared me for the following day, during which I experienced the most incredible ride of the entire trip. I traveled along the 99 from Cache Creek to Lillooet. At one point, my vertigo kicked in when I came around a turn with a huge canyon surrounding the Fraser River on my right and what seemed like a thousand-foot vertical rock wall on my left. I was keeping ahead of the rain and stopped at the Reynolds in Lillooet for a lunch feeling pretty accomplished. I met three bikers who were doing the same ride in the opposite direction as me. We chatted at the Reynolds for a couple of minutes as they were leaving just as I arrived. After a huge brunch, I drove on to Whistler and by some sort of divine intervention managed to miss the giant green blobs on the weather map completely. I cannot understand how I missed all those rainstorms and arrived at Whistler dry. My night in Whistler was a splurge for me. I booked a room in the village, took indoor parking, did some laundry, cracked open that bottle of wine for a celebratory drink, and later wandered across the way to the keg for dinner. Their French onion soup was pretty awesome, and I sat in the bar people watching until it was time to hit the hay. I got up early hoping to make it to Horseshoe Bay in North Vancouver to travel by ferry across to the Sunshine Coast. My planned 7 a.m. departure time morphed into an 8 a.m. late start as I decided to stop for yoga, tea, soak in the tub, etc., etc. I had hoped to catch the 9.50 a.m. ferry, but I was clearly not committed to that plan. In fact, I arrived at Horseshoe Bay but could not, for the life of me, figure out how to get to the boat, which was plainly visible just a few hundred feet from where I arrived. When I finally got it all straightened out, I was in line for the 12.05 p.m. ferry. I'm convinced that the theme song for my life will be Recalculating Route, 
as this is the phrase most often uttered by any GPS that I've ever used. I don't listen so well, but getting sidetracked is often a great part of the fun. It turned out to be pretty awesome. I wound up in the middle of my own little tailgate party with Henrik, Cheryl and Rob, and Vicky and Vern. I hope that I remember the names correctly. Henrik was riding a motorcycle with a sidecar attached and immediately offered to escort me up the Sunshine Coast to Powell River, where I needed to take the ferry across to Comox on Vancouver Island. We toured Gibson's, and I was so excited to see Molly's Reach and Relic Shack from the Beachcombers TV show. After that, we broke for lunch at the Grasshopper Pub in Madeira Park, meeting his friends who were on the coast to get married. We had just made it to the next ferry by the skin of our teeth. And after one last little ride, I arrived at the ferry in Powell River with about 10 minutes to spare. I wanted to find a campsite and set up before dark, so it was a pretty important timing. On the way to the island, I was literally sailing into the sunset and got to see some whales breaching. It was a remarkable day. I was a very happy camper. And we'll continue my tale about BC in the next episode. It's contest time. The winner of last week's rendering of the Vegreville Egg was my cousin, Bonnie Baker. Congratulations, Bonnie. And thank you to everyone who's playing along. This is so much fun for me. This week I'm giving away a painting that illustrates the view on the ferry heading to Langdale from Nanaimo. It's a little ahead in the story, but I like this picture. Reach out to me through Facebook, LinkedIn, text, phone call. You choose. You can win. Thank you. My name is Wendy, and remember to laugh. L-A-F. The L is to love yourself, the A is to act instead of staying in your head, and the F is to be fearless. Have an awesome week, everybody. Mm-hmm.